Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is a returning guest. He's one of the hosts of Black Cinematic Universe podcast, Mr. Dane Hawkins. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate you having me back, bro. Uh, uh, let me ask you, am I the first repeat? Nah, nah, I had a couple, but the uh, only reason you probably not one of the first because I wanted a little bit of space in between okay. the conversation. Uh, I, I understand. I just, you know, I felt like I made it. <laughs> oh, listen, uh, listen, you, you already know how, how much I was texting you to get this done. So you did make it. <laughs> you, you definitely one of my one of my best guests. So I definitely am excited appreciate to do this again. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. So we before we started talking, um, we was talking about your podcast, uh, Black Cinematic Universe. I wanted you to talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, so um, actually started off as somewhat of a passion project uh, with me and five other friends and you know my compadres on the podcast, the six of us. And we basically sit down and discuss either the black perspective on the cinematic stuff that interests us, which generally um, goes with action, sci-fi, comic book, and things of that nature type movies, or we discuss black cinema in general, which as black men, we all have very huge interest in that as well. Um, so, you know, we, we, we try to provide a black perspective, but it's six of us, so it's not the same perspective because you know we are not a monolith we don't all think the same so we we all have different perspectives and we try and cover all of those perspectives within the six of us and give you know give an interesting and funny take on uh the outlook on the cinema and the entertainment industry you know and we don't always just stick to cinema sometimes things pop up that they come across the radar and we we talk about that as well we, we what is it like recording with six people because i whew, that could be a it is it is interesting <laughs> because you gotta deal you 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 know it in your case you know there is one opinion one vision one direction and you have when you have six people all six of us could be looking in different directions of how we want it to sound how we want the thing to move what we think the future holds and you know so it, it's it's corralling cats at times <laughs> but um it actually is like a dope Wu-Tang song when it works out perfectly. It he hear one of the episodes, it was really good. And the crazy part was, I really enjoyed the episode. The only problem was, I didn't know you guys were still recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been at it for about seven months now, man. Okay. Everybody go check us out. We on all streaming platforms. Oh, listen, definitely. I, I heard, um. I want to say, I'm pretty sure it was the very first episode y'all yeah, recorded. Yeah, I think it was the first episode I, I told you to check out. Yeah, it was it was really good. And but okay, moment of transparency. I don't use Spotify that much. Yeah, so I sent you that Spotify link, and you listened <laughs> to that first one. It was like, all right, I'll holler at him later. <laughs> no, no, because I no, I actually subscribe, but I don't. I don't uh, know if Spotify doesn't send alerts or I just yeah. don't check it enough. Yeah, I don't think Spotify sends alerts because I don't get alerts for any of the things that I subscribe to on Spotify either. It's just whenever I go on, that's the first thing that pops up on my screen. Oh, okay, okay. Cause see, that's why I'm glad to know you on Apple because I subscribed and it's like, okay, you know, Apple being 
the great product it is, it'll just send it right to your phone. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of having six people, one of the benefits of having six people is if somebody can't make it, you still got five people to rock with and the, the show continues. So that's the beauty of it. And that's that allows us to have uh, consistency. So is so do you so so it's not always six people. Um, generally, I would say of the we we somewhere between twenty five and thirty episodes deep right now, mm-hmm. between the, the twenty five to thirty episodes, it's probably four or five episodes where it's not all six. Okay, that's still a good percentage though. Yeah, so I mean, you know, most of the time you're going to get all six of us. We generally uh, try to play certain. We all sit fit certain roles on the on the team. So people don't really step on each other's toes too much. Of course, you're going to come across a time where people agree on stuff a lot. So, you know, of course you're going to get that. Um, And that doesn't always make for um, the most in-depth conversation, but when there's six people, you know, that don't happen very often. It's always somebody that's going to be an outlier. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what I did like when I heard it. Um, Just, I don't think that people understand. Like it's weird because almost like black black people don't. I mean, not black people. People don't. People don't value like a regular black person opinion of a movie. Like you had Cisco and Ebert, and you got yeah. all these other people. But just to like a dude who looked like me, we kind of got somewhat the same thought process. It's good to yeah. have your opinion too. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, and I think that that was one of our goals too. Like you, you don't have to be a, a professional newspaper writer to have an opinion about entertainment when the majority of the world that is watching this entertainment is not that. What is your favorite genre of movie? Favorite genre of movie, man. I mean, you're talking to somebody who is on a podcast where we discuss movies every week so <laughs> I'm, I'm some, somewhat of a movie buff um, so it's hard to say my favorite genre um my least favorite is probably western old old westerns modern day westerns hit a little different so i can deal with those for the most part um but i don't really know if i have a favorite favorite i mean i was a kid that grew up reading comic books so those hit home a little harder for me just from the nostalgia standpoint but i mean you know i don't know if you put that in the sci-fi genre the action genre a little bit of both so i yeah i don't know if i have a quote unquote favorite genre okay i got you i'm gonna transition to uh football because you're a Washington, uh, Washington football team. Let me make sure I'm politically just, correct. Just, just call them WTFs. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you think they hit? I mean, I, if I'm being completely honest, I, I am happy with Ron Rivera's first year. From the moment he came in the door, the changes that he made with the organization, the draft that he had, when he was running the show, the season that we just had, I did not like what he did with the quarterback position. Um, but I understand in hindsight that he was just in a lose-lose situation with the quarterback position. So you, I, wait, I mean, you think they should have kept Haskins? At the time. Oh, now, oh okay. At, at the time when they sat him, it seemed pointless. It's like you have a young guy, you're trying to see what he can do. He's going to make mistakes, but if you give him at least 10 games to see if he can grow 
because his first year he didn't play the whole season and he got better progressively every game. So if you come into this season and you give him nine, 10 games and you see that he continues to grow, although he's going to make mistakes, then, you know, you got something that you can maybe build upon. He didn't have an off season this year because of COVID. He yeah. didn't actually go, he didn't actually go through a training camp this year. So, you know, he's not coming in with that added learning that he had in a true off season, like he normally would have had any other year as a rookie in the NFL. So I, I was hoping to see more opportunity for him just with that knowledge in mind. Now, when they pulled the plug on him so early, I wasn't really a fan of Kyle Allen. I thought you, it was six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. He got hurt so quick, really didn't get the opportunity to prove me right or wrong with that. So I didn't see the value in that um, because it was like, you're not really going to win. You're going to win three games. If you keep Haskins in, you're going to win five games if you put Kyle Allen in. So it was like that you're still going to be a top 10 draft pick. Then, mm -hmm. then I realized that, you know, Alex Smith was going to come back. Alex Smith actually played and didn't snap his leg in half again. So we did better than expected. And I, I realize now that Ron Rivera is not for the losing stuff. He's more of the, let me show the world that we are improving as a team and we are better through defense and the other adjustments that I made. And that will attract the free agents to us that we need to get us to the point that we want to go. And I'm cool with that vision as long as he sticks to a certain vision, because you know how Washington does. We'll have one vision one year, two years later, scrap that and have another vision for two years, then scrap that and have another vision. So as long as Ron got a singular vision and he stays moving in that direction, I'm good with what he's doing. So I'll say this, and I'm this is, let me be clear, I am a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm expecting to hate. As soon as you asked me that, I knew something was coming. No. <laughs> you would be expecting it wrong because I was oh, going to say I think I think they headed in a good direction. Oh, I'm surprised. I am shocked. You know what? I I that that's my bad because I know you not the regular nah. just because it's the Redskins type of Cowboys. Nah, I can because before. <laughs> I got more I got more respect for you than that, and I apologize, sir. P apology accepted. Because I always want people to to take my football opinion serious. Right. So right. I. I, so my opinion of Haskins, I was on the same wavelength you was until he started making horrible decisions. Yeah, he did. He did. Like, it was well, like... his off-the-field decisions were terrible, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he'll... I think, um, I think he'll be okay. Um, did he sign with the Steelers? Come on. Yeah, I was actually surprised they scooped him up that fast because... The way he was so unceremoniously dismissed from the Redskins uh, because of his own doing, I thought he was going to be toxic at least until injuries start hitting next season and people were just desperate for a quarterback. Well, but you got, but see, this is the thing. He's still a first round talent. So you put him with Big Ben, because uh, I think Ben coming back, I mean, he's going yeah. to take a huge pay cut. Yeah. yeah but you pair him with a good veteran learn the game and you got yourself a first round quarterback you know if he if you know because pittsburgh pittsburgh is a good is a good organization so mike tomlin that dude man yeah so they'll be patient with him which yeah. is something he needs like he he needs to learn how to be a professional and i think going to pittsburgh will help him learn how to be a professional i agree so i think he i think he's gonna be okay it's gonna I, take a I, couple I, years 
honestly, I wish them the best. I, you know, I want all my people to win. And when I say my people, I mean black people, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and especially in the NFL, because we know how they do. Yeah. What do you think about um what do you think about Hank Hanky? It is a very exciting flash in the pan. But let them have an opportunity to scheme against him and he show me the same thing, and then I'll be excited. So, so do you think you think y'all should draft a quarterback or? Well, my thought is that Ron intends to get one in the offseason outside of the draft and then draft offensive line in the first round or wide receiver in the first round. And I think that's the best route to go. I'm just terrified at who he might actually pick up versus who he should pick up. You talking about for quarterback? Yeah, because you know, Philly going to be trying everything to trade Carson Wentz to us because they're going to think we're going to, you know, jump at the opportunity for that first round talent now that they have Jalen Hurts. Um, and they're, Darnold is probably going to be free, Sam Darnold, and he's not terrible, but he's not going to be the long-term answer either. I like uh, Marcus Mariota because he's a backup that was only signed for one year and they probably about to try and go after Deshaun in Vegas. And if that happens, they probably going to end up letting Mariota go for somebody that's cheaper. I like Marcus Mariota for a short time, a short term fix, a couple of years while we get everything else together and possibly draft a quarterback. That's a sleeper, like second round, third round quarterback. to build up behind him. Um, but I, I really don't see them using the 19th pick and thinking they're going to be terribly successful at getting a high quality quarterback. Now, we we know, realistically speaking, they could, but I don't see them planning that, oh, the 19th pick is going to be the, the guy for us. Yeah. I tell you what, though, with that defense y'all got, man, it's not going to take slim. That's why it's that's why I take a great quarterback to win. <laughs> I, and that's that's why I don't think they're worried about it for the draft like that. That's why I think they're going to say, you know, uh, say if like I said, Marcus Mariota, but say not even Marcus Mariota, say say Vegas does get Deshaun Watson. Derek Carr is free. Dude, let me tell you something. I'm, <laughs> I'm being real honest. I do not want y'all to get Derek Carr. <laughs> I'm going to tell you straight up. If, right. if, if they get Derek Carr, they can win the Super Bowl. I so, <laughs> so here's here's my hope and dream, and it's it, it's solely for the player and not about the team. So I don't want you to take this personal, but I hope that Jerry Jones continues to play hardball with Dak because I would love to go ahead and creep in and snatch that boy up and let him play against his ex team twice a year. <gasps> So let me tell you, um, <laughs> when it come to Dak, man, look, um, I'm at a loss for words. I don't know what to say about Dak. Um, you got to keep in mind, I, I'm not a, I'm not one of these fans that's delusional. I watch every Dallas game. Yeah. Uh, the money that so. They never, they've never really said what, what the offer was, but yeah, there was, the rumor was 
like 35, 36 million. Now, let's be clear. I'm not in account nobody pockets. Right. But I think that's a fair deal for him because I don't think he's, I don't think he's special. Like, so he wants special money and I don't think he's special. So the thing is, is it, what has he proven? Because the season that he had before he got hurt this year and the previous season, he played special, even if he isn't special. No, no. His 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 numbers were special, and that's what he's basing his ass. Okay, so we clearly we don't define special as the same. Uh his rookie year, he was really good. Now, let me say this for that. I will say this in his defense. Dallas is not putting him in the best position to win because he's not a quarterback who should be dropping back, throwing the ball 45, 50 times. That's no, not him. That's the way of the league now, though. But that's, listen, I, if you want to win, Dak is not the quarterback you want throwing the ball that so, much. So you like Derek Carr better than Dak Prescott? Yes. Wow, that's interesting. We, yeah, we, need, to talk, I do. we need to talk more about that at another time. If we talking about if we, dude, if you if you look at car numbers, car car got good numbers. Don't let Gruden anger issues fool you. Car got some good numbers. This was Derek Carr's best season. Well, he had, well, well, had forty one hundred yards. He only had nine interceptions. I believe it was twenty eight touchdowns. I believe. But now, now take into account, Carr does not have a great number one wide receiver. He has a great running back that can catch, and he has a great tight end. His wide receivers are are decent, but they're not great. So I, I will take that into account. Okay, I mean, we, we don't I have mean, great wide receivers. Who don't have great great wide receivers? Dallas. Come on, bro. What? Dallas. Who's great? You you more critical of your team than I am. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit in here. Who's the great wide receiver on Dallas? I will not I will not disrespect myself as a Washington fan and sit here and promote the Dallas Cowboys. Come on, bro. Listen, we having a real conversation. (laughs) You gotta help me see who's great. I I don't see I think Amari Cooper is underutilized. I feel like they do not call enough plays for Amari Cooper for the skill set that he has. And, and I saw a huge difference when Dak was playing versus when Dak was not playing in Amari Cooper's production. Well, and, I, and I thought, and I felt like the reason was because Dak was a better quarterback and could do more to get him the ball. And the rookie quarterback, I mean, the rookie wide receiver that you just had, C.D. Lamb. He's good. He is good with the potential, potential to be very good based on what I saw. Yes. And, and I, um, what's your man, uh, your number Gallup. two? Gallup. And I think Gallup is very solid. Now, I don't know many teams that have three wide receivers. You're talking to a Washington football team fan. Yeah. I don't know te- teams that have many uh, teams that have three deep on their roster for their wide receivers like that. And now, okay, but you, okay, that's that wasn't what, one, I, one, I, one, I, I agree they have a good one is pro one has pro bowl talent and is underutilized one has potential to be great and one is consistently solid i don't know what more you can ask for at the wide receiver position okay fair enough but here's my problem with amari cooper big games especially on the road 
he is nowhere to be found. Nowhere. I watched, man, I watched the Patriots game. Gilmore shut him down to one catch, eight yards. The game they had to have in Philly, I, I think he might have had one or two catches. I don't know. It wasn't, he doesn't make impacts in big, he doesn't make an impact so he, in the big game, especially on the road. Disappears in the big moments. Yes, on the road. I do. The, the story is y'all offered him a contract first. Yeah, but he took y'all's and it was less. Right. Honestly, I wish y'all would have paid him. The crazy part is, see here, but see, I was talking to my wife and here was the ugly dilemma Dallas was in. You traded a first round pick for him. You did. So you, you, you wouldn't have your first round pick and you lose the guy that you gave up for the first round pick. That would have been a lot. It so, would have been that, but I mean, but but he's not worth twenty million dollars. But that's why. I, well, twenty million dollars is steep. But the going rate for wide receivers, I, I think a lot of this money talk for Dak and for Amari Cooper has been predicated on the fact that the markets are super inflated at their positions right now. True. So and, okay. And that, and so that's that's not their fault, but why would I not take what the market dictates? No, no, no. I'm not. Listen, let's be clear. I'm not faulting them. I'm faulting Dallas management because Cooper makes top five receiver money. He does. And we both, listen, you can say what you want. We both nah, he know he is five. not top five. Yeah, he's not top five. I don't he even, top, I wouldn't even say he he's not top, top five. He's not top five. He's probably not. Top, he definitely wasn't top ten this year. I think the no. year before. I think the year before his numbers may have been eleven. The year, 12. so the year, the year when they when he came, two thousand eighteen, that had like that more than half a year he played. Yes, he yeah. he was in the top five. But last year, the 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 year prior to th this year, still going. So last year, no. This year, hell no. So, so but. But Allen Robinson about to make top five money. So I mean, if Allen Robinson, like the market just inflates, that's that's the nature of the beast. Allen Robinson, the one with the bears? Yeah. He a free agent and he about to get everybody calling. And why would he want to stay with the Bears? To be with Trubisky? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, this dude. And see, see the problem. See, dude, you a Washington fan, so you you laugh at my pain. Oh, I, I don't laugh. My pain is much too uh, much for me to be laughing at anybody else's pain. Yeah, but 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 listen, do do you know how much it pains me to say this? Washington definitely is ahead of Dallas in the rebuild. That's not even close. Y'all not in a rebuild though. That's the that's. But the that's my point. We should be in one. <laughs> You know what I think y'all biggest problem is right now, and you may not agree with me, but you know you 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 study your team more than I do, so you know I defer to your opinion on it. But to me, the biggest problem is Zeke. Yeah, that too. He's the big. And see, as, but, as far and, as the and, offense, and, as far as the offense, and see that's my problem. It's like Dallas, all the none of their players they've paid has panned out. Zeke is not panning out. Now, the offensive happened. line was 
but now they're getting old. Yeah. They got, they got old quick though. They got old real dude. When you run the ball that might do, you had remember they they had DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray was running the ball 400 times a year. Zeke Zeke his he's running the ball damn near 400 times a year. Yeah. And all that banging eventually take a toll on you. Yeah, you're right about that. And Smith been in Smith has been in the league. I didn't even realize it. Smith has been in the league like 10 years. Has it been that long? Yes. He's been in the league damn near 10 years. I yeah, they drafted him in either 2009 or 2010. Yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like it's been that long. Him, so you got him at left, left Smith is your left tackle. Left guard, we've always been kind of interchanging that with Looney and uh, whoever else they want to put in there. Frederick retired. So then they, uh, uh, I Man. forgot who's playing center now, but Man, Frederick you, retired. You could have Morgan Moses, so count your blessings. Well, he's a, what, right tackle? Uh, he's uh right guard. Oh, yeah, because we got Zach Martin right there. But now he's breaking down. Like, his best days behind him. So the the players that they've paid the money to either are breaking down or they didn't produce. So really, they need to be... The, the problem is Dallas needs to be in the rebuild, but they can't rebuild because they've invested so much. Yeah. I, it's, I think it's hard for a lot of teams when they have good players at their skill positions and they keep losing and they don't understand why. But I mean, I, to me, it only makes sense. You got to build from the line out defense and offense. You got to build from the line out. So if your line is going South, it don't matter how good your running back or your wide receivers or your tight end is going to be, because as soon as that line break down, that quarterback is running for his life. Yeah. And running back can't get no hole. Yeah. Same thing on the defensive end. Secondary get tore up when the line can't uh, put no pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, it, it, it see it, it's like I look like I look at other teams. Like when you just look within the division, um, the Giants. Mm. The the Giants the Giants offensive line ain't really that good. That's why Saquon's starting to get hurt now. He was having to carry it all his, on his own. Really. Y'all the only ones that's really that you could look at and say, you know what? Even if even if they didn't win a division, you could still look at them and say they're headed in the right direction. But because they won a division, no matter what you think of their record, they are headed in the right direction. We'll see. I I would still say that Dallas, depending on how the line looks moving forward, Dallas probably has the best all around team, even though. In our division, that don't always necessarily mean you're gonna win a division. Okay, they listen. Okay, so let's say for the, they we, we could say they got the best team, but I'll say this: they won't win the Super Bowl before Washington. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I can't. They I can't they're think. not because you got because they got too many bad they got too many bad contracts they have to get rid of. That's not producing. You you don't we don't have we don't we do not have the only player that I could look at and say wow it's a it's really a bright future with him is C D Lamb <laughs> maybe 
Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't build around. We, we're probably going to lose Gallup because we can't pay him. Yeah, and Gallup is our best wide receiver. We can't pay him. Somebody going to pay him top dollar, so we can't keep him. Uh, well, I, I know somebody who needs a wide receiver. Man, listen, I already <laughs> know we. I know where it's going, and no, I don't want to see him there either. <laughs> that would be that. Like honestly, that could be bad. Like that's what I'm saying. It's not y'all, y'all, uh, y'all not that far. It's like because y'all have y'all have a good deep. The defensive line is set, so y'all can make a run for the next probably two years with that defensive line. The uh, the problem for us is going to be the exact opposite. In two years, everybody's going to need to get paid. Yeah. Like we can't let Young and Sweat be separated, but we can't pay both of them after we pay Deron Payne. So who? Okay, so who? So okay, because I don't. I I see Washington games, but I don't get to watch a lot of them. So who's? I'm assuming Chase Young probably. I mean, he's the rookie, but I'm assuming he's the one that you can't lose. So Chase Young was a rookie. Montez Sweat, this was his second season. They mm-hmm. both first round talents. Yeah. Chase, Chase Young was best player of the draft talent. Yeah. Montez Sweat was possibly the best edge rusher in the draft, but he was a head case and had some problems off the field. So he dropped to, he was about to drop to the second round. So the the, I was about to call him the old name. The Washington football team <laughs> traded up and picked him at the very end of the first round because he was a first round talent. Um, so both of them, in my opinion, are great. I personally love Montez Sweat because the one thing that he does, in my opinion, the one thing that he does better than Chase Young is, during this season at least is – Chase Young will get to the quarterback. He will put pressure on the quarterback every play. He is at 100% every play at attacking that quarterback. Montez Sweat will keep his eyes up and keep his hands up and bat the ball out of the air and, and force turnovers with just with his intangibles rather than always trying to get the sack. Okay. And, I think, and I think that's an added thing to it you know what i'm saying like of course he's fast and big and strong enough to get to the quarterback but when he realizes i'm not gonna make it he he's heads up enough to throw his hand up and bat that pass out of the air and cause the ball to go straight up and somebody might be able to intercept it or you know or or he you know swiping at arms to try and cause the fumble or you know stuff like that the little stuff which young will pick up playing with him and playing with other veterans like I said, they only a year apart as far as when they were drafted. So I think they're going to grow together into a crazy duo coming off of both edges. So I want to keep them both. But then that means Jonathan Allen or Deron Payne not going to be able to get paid. Which, if you got two great edge rushers, you might not be too bad just sticking a big body in the middle if you can't pay, you know, the, the guys we got. Yeah. Whew. I ain't gonna lie, when I, man. When I watch them play, I'd be like, "Damn!" I mean, the, the biggest the biggest issue we got right now is we got one cornerback, Kendall Fuller, and we we need some we need to get him some help that on the defense. We get him some good help on the other side, and we're gonna be so solid on defense. 
Yeah, y'all already solid. I, I'm I, mean, a, I mean, we're going to be sick on defense. If we, get, <laughs> but, uh, if, we, if we tighten the secondary up and we get a middle linebacker that, that can actually run the defense. Who's our middle linebacker right now? Uh, it's, uh, I guess it's, it, I feel like it was a, it got changed. I guess it's um, Holcomb. Is his mm. name? Yeah. I haven't. I, I seen a because I seen a couple, you know, since we moved. I didn't yeah. we bought the ticket, but my wife, but because Dallas wasn't that good this year, they were they, the them and Washington was playing games at the same time. So yeah. I wouldn't I, I didn't get to watch as many games as I normally do. But I saw a few. Um the defense, like I say, y'all defense, man. That's yeah, I mean the defense, the first Five games of the season, they looked good, but the last ten games of the season, they turned it up. They they stepped it up to another level. I think once those young boys all started to gel and got that cohesion on that line, it just it, it catapulted the, the the defense as a whole. What you think Philly should do? Uh, sell the team and move to another state. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. If I'm them, I would trade Hurts. Hurts? Yes. Oh, you know, you know what? Bostic probably gonna be. I said Holcomb. Holcomb's outside. Bostic is gonna be the inside linebacker for us. But so what you just said, trade Hurts. So they are in a serious catch twenty two there because they have paid Carson Wentz so much money. And now, and now he is nearly useless for them, unless this new coach is in love with him. He gotta be. Or they could be ready for the Jalen Hurts era because Jalen Hurts in the games that he played did more than I ever saw Carson Wentz do. Carson Wentz didn't win that Super Bowl they won. No, <laughs> the guy that- but, but Jalen Hurts, so Jalen Hurts still got a lot of work to do. He does. I watched, the, I watched the game against Dallas, and he now he one does. of those one of those turnovers I didn't think should have been a turnover. Like when he when they called that a fumble when they um like on the they they were driving they were in the red zone and he they called that a fumble. I didn't think that was a fumble. I thought he was down, but hey, I'm not a ref. But 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 he's a rookie and he's a mobile quarterback. And he's trying to learn how to protect himself and the ball and still use the skills that got him to where he is. So, and he never got reps as a starter. Yeah. Up until that point. I mean, maybe two games before that game. He, so let me tell you why, let me tell you why I would trade hurts. Okay. It's nothing, it's nothing to do with him. I think he's, I think he has the potential to be a great quarterback. I'm trading hurts because I've paid Wentz so much money that I can't afford to have this dude looking over his shoulder. So I, I, I feel you, but what if I told you that up until Haskins was released, Wentz and Haskins statistics on the season were mirroring each other? It, it, dude, there's nothing you could tell me because you, 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 you are so committed to this dude. Like, yeah, I mean, you're right about that. I can't. <laughs> it's like you, yeah. like when you, when you're that committed, 
you got it like you trade let's let's say you trade hurts you you probably could get a second round for him i would say uh yeah yeah you at this point with what he showed at the end of the season people would probably give up a second round pick for hurts yeah so they the Washington they, football they, team would hell. <laughs> the Washington football team will give up a second round pick for Hurts. And that, hell, y'all might give up a first. I hope not. That, that's I hope not. <laughs> that that would be bad because we need a left tackle. Yeah, but you could get it. Okay, okay. So where y'all picking at? Y'all picking 19. The 19th pick. 19th. For Hurts. We we went from eleven. No, we went from excuse me, 10 to 19 just because we won the division. That's all right. That that doesn't matter. If you if you know what you're doing, it doesn't matter. So not, would you, not if not if you want to draft a quarterback and the fourth ranked quarterback is ranked to go eleventh and the fifth ranked quarterback is ranked to go fifteenth. But we but again, but we've seen so many situations yeah. where quarterback look. Come on, we listen. Yeah, we. I know. I know. So I it's know. like if you know what you're doing, man, it doesn't matter. I would, but so let okay. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put you in the GM role. Philly come to you, Dane. Nineteenth pick for Hertz. What you say? Second and fourth. Oh, second. Oh, second and fourth. Yeah, but not first. Not first. I gotta protect him. You gotta you gotta give me a chance to protect him. So you don't you don't think you could get a good a left a good left tackle in the second round? I don't think I can get the left tackle I need in the second round. I maybe listen. I guess my, because my right my right guard is aging. Yeah, my left guard is already showing that he may be too slow. I have a left tackle with potential, but I may be moving him to right tackle to cover that side because Jalen Hurts is mobile. A second and a fourth is going to be more than you get from anybody else. That's that, that's true. You, you listen. You absolutely right. And and ironically, I only said that because you know the first. You know the the scouts consider the first three rounds starters. Yeah, I know. So that's why I'm saying, hell, some of them even go as far as the fourth round. So right, man. But I, I would do if if I'm both teams, I would do the deal for second and the fourth. I would, and that's my point. It's like the Eagles are so they're so uh, cap strapped that yeah. you probably could use the pick. It's like, listen, you made a bad decision taking him with this with the second round pick anyway. You might as well try to try to get a redo. Go yeah, ahead and me, flip him into another pick because yeah, let me let me give you your pick back and then I'll sweeten the deal for you. Yeah. So it's like, like that's a win-win for them because again, it, I don't think it's not that I think uh, Hurts is better. Like I don't. It's not that I think Wentz is better than Hurts. I don't know. Something happened with Wentz. I don't know. But the fact that you've paid this dude so much money, and you would lose, you you would lose so much money getting rid of him. Yeah, I, man, I, you gotta you gotta accommodate everything for him. To me. I, the way the way that Wentz looked like a deer in headlights so many games this season, it would be hard. I would have to be sold on why I shouldn't get rid of him because I feel like there is a team out there that would take the chance. Oh, it's a oh listen, the coach would definitely take him off your hands. Right, exactly. Like it's there's definitely teams you keep, especially with what 
they are paying for quarterbacks these days? <laughs> like, I, I think- I so I'll say this. I, I personally don't think, I think Wentz had a bad year, something happened. But listen, this is the same dude who was on the MVP pace like two years ago. So he he fell off, but he couldn't have gotten that bad overnight. Ask a Philly fan if they would rather trade Wentz or Jalen Hurts. Oh, listen, I already know. I, I know a couple Philly fans. I, I get it, but to me, it's like you you're not if you I don't think they the way they talking like they're not gonna eat all that that cap money because it's like sixty million something crazy. Yeah. He, so they, it's like you he, can't, he was you can't do he it. Was on the, yeah, he was on the tail end of that overpay. Like him, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, they they were all the guys that were driving that market up. That's why Dak asking for all that money now. Yeah, well, well, not man. And, and none of those dudes are worth it. <laughs> none of those. Not, dudes that's what I'm saying. Back. I don't like. I like. I like Dak, but man, um. <laughs> it sucks when you feel that way about your own team quarterback. Because I, because I because dude, I've seen enough games of him, and it's not like I don't like do do. I think you can win with that, yes. But the thing about that is he's not special. Like, and unfortunately, it's going to take a special quarterback and win in Dallas. Yeah, I, because I you're gonna have to overcome. You got to overcome. This is why I don't think nobody's gonna win in Dallas because you got to overcome bad management, you got to overcome bad coaching, and it's like, how do you overcome those two things? <laughs> I'm I'm still surprised Jerry's not letting somebody else start calling some of these shots yet, man. man that dude, listen, that dude ego, dude, dude, nobody, ego, nobody's worse. Well. He might be a little worse, but I would say nobody's worse than Snyder. Nah. But, but Snyder at least will act like he's allowing somebody else to call the shots for a little while until he gets too excited over Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> Dude, he Snyder's nowhere near Jerry Jones level. Nowhere yeah. near. Yeah, but because you know Jerry that's Jones idol. is actually the GM. I know, but Snyder, Jerry Jones is Snyder's idol. Put it like this. Every, every I will, time we get I around say, each other. I, I, I feel like I feel like Snyder has finally realized the error his no, ways and stepped back. No, he, no, no, he has not. Oh, don't you don't think so? Absolutely not. Oh. Now, now do I do I think do I think that he got in he got somebody in there that will tell him to shut up and sit down? Yeah. Do I think that he is not in there saying, no, I want this person? Absolutely not. Yeah, he is definitely still doing that. <laughs> and and just think about it. The best pick for us this year, this, this past draft, was the pick he would have made. It's a hometown boy that plays at a huge school that was ranked the most talented player in the draft. And we had the number two pick, and the people ahead of us did not want him. <laughs> That's exactly what Snyder would have wanted anyway. If Chase Young would have been slotted to go number one to Cincinnati, Snyder would have traded up one spot. And probably did a RG three type trade, so he didn't have to step in this year because it was the obvious choice for everyone involved. 
Oh, okay, but, okay. But had, but had Cincinnati been saying we're drafting Chase Young, Snyder would have threw the house at Cincinnati to move up one spot to get Chase Young. Mm. And wow. we would have been looking at him like, what are you doing? Yeah. You, you know what's funny? Look, you know your team, I know my team. <laughs> like, they right. both prone to making horrible decisions. Definitely. But yeah. but I will say the only time I will say the one time somebody did save Jerry Jones from himself was when they took Zach Martin over um over uh Manziel. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Jerry Jerry Jones wanted Manziel. Yeah, yeah. I think these I, both in both situations, I think they need somebody in the room who can be the voice of reason for them, or at least get them to calm down a little bit. And it seems like based on the draft we just had that although Snyder probably still has his voice in the room and has his preferences that Ron has been given carte blanche for the time being since he hasn't done anything that Dan didn't like. And Ron is a football guy and it's all about finding football players who really want to play football, who really are just about the game of football and are not about that success or that limelight and all that blase blah that'll get you um too busy worried about what you look like off the field rather than what you do on the field yeah and and yeah. i like that about ron because i mean gibson when we drafted antonio gibson i was like this dude is a wide receiver that is the size of a running back and we drafted <laughs> him and we already got running backs and like what are we doing and somebody was like, I was like, I know we're not having a 5'11 a dude play wide receiver as our number two wide receiver across from uh, McLaurin. And they were like, nah, I think he's going to be a running back. And I was like, man, this dude is not going to transition from wide receiver to running back. But Ron knew what he was doing. Yeah. And three weeks in, after watching three games of how Gibson played, I was like, oh, I like him. Yeah, and by the end of the season, everybody else did. Yeah, I, I gotta admit, he ruined my Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> like Ron, Ron, just I don't know. It, it's like I said, it's something about the moves that he's made so far that that I, I really, I really mess with. So look, let me get you out of here on this because you know me and you, we're, we don't talk forever. Who's winning the Super Bowl? Uh, who do I want? You can say who you want and then who you think gonna win. Viva la Negro Cabra. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is translated to long live the black goat. <laughs> because <laughs> because uh, I, I'm rooting for Mahomes until another black quarterback shows me he has better potential to end his career as the greatest quarterback to ever live. Cause I want the NFL to have all black everything for all of their greatest everything. <laughs> just, just despite how how they be how they've been treating our people for years. I I'm not gonna get on my militant stage too much, but I I've never been a huge Brady fan. I respect the greatness and and understand you know what he has provided to the game and what he has done to earn his status as the current goat. But I want the young man that he's seeing Sunday to take him down. Um very badly. You know what's <laughs> funny? So I'm um, ironically, I'm rooting for Tampa Bay 
for this for pretty much the same reason, except Tampa Bay has pretty much an all black coaching staff. And I and I feel that, and I I'm cool with that. And if they could just get rid of that head coach and that quarterback, I'll root for them too. Well, well, to wait a minute, but to be fair to Arians. Arians, Arians has been an ally. To be fair to him, he ha- he has been. I just so, want to see. I I just we can't get no black coaches. Arians is doing his due diligence and hiring very talented brothers and putting them in positions where they could possibly get the opportunity to become head coaches themselves. Yeah, he even he even got one of our DC natives on his staff calling the plays. Yep, I I love it. I respect it. I want a black head coach to win. We don't have one this year, so I'm going for the black quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll put it like this: I won't be. I won't be. A, this is actually one of the Super Bowls. I'm good with whoever wins. And, and I'm, I'm gonna be honest: Bruce Arians is is really falling under the Tom Brady disdain. I just ain't never been. I've never rooted for Tom Brady. <laughs> never. Would. I kind of like have to by default this year. Nah, Slim. Be just because I do want to see, I want to see Leftwich, Bowles, and it was somebody else that's one of their coaches. I, I want to see them win it. I want to see I, them. Win I will it. be. I'll be happy for, in particular, both of those people that you named, but Leftwich in particular because he went to the same high school as my parents. Yeah. So that I definitely would be happy for Leftwich, but Leftwich ain't gonna get the credit for that championship. No, no, no. He not. He not. He not. Let's be clear. He's and, not. And, but and I have a I have a a particular disdain for Tom Brady simply because my best friend, who I went to college with, he has been a Cowboys fan his entire life. So we had battles in college, arguing over Washington and Dallas. He has two teams. Oh Lord. So he's one of those guys. I have uh, an AFC. I have an AFC and an NFC team. Uh, man, AFC, don't tell me no more about this guy. <laughs> his, his AFC. His AFC team is the Patriots. So in my mind, and during Tom Brady's entire career, the Cowboys and the Patriots are one and the same to me because I always argue with that dude about football. So yeah. Tom Brady just gets lumped in with that. So that that's where most of my you know, I just don't mess with Tom Brady comes from. And then the fact that his coach was up there doing shady stuff, because when there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. And, yeah, you you can't tell me seven times something sound fishy and then not say <laughs> he never did nothing. <laughs> so yeah, so was, you know, it, I just got turned off wild, that whole but... situation. Yeah, I just got I got turned off from that whole situation. And then you know, not to bring up the the whole Trump support stuff too. So you know, we can go on and on about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm just out on I'm out on your boy in Tampa Bay. So oh, he listen. I'm not I'm not a put it like this. I'm not a Brady fan. I respect his greatness it's kind of is one of them things like he'll just benefit off of something yeah. i want so um I, 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 i'm gonna root for tampa bay but like i said if, if if Mahomes win i would definitely be happy this one like i said this this one the few super bowls that no matter who wins i'm gonna be happy because yeah yeah, because see, normally, normally for me, I'm just the opposite. Like, no matter who wins, I'm not happy. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm one of them fans, man. I have to find a reason. It, so, for me, the worst Super Bowl was the Patriots and the Eagles. That was the worst. Yeah, that was pretty bad for me too. Because was, I hate both of them. 
Exactly. But I had to pick exactly. one to root for, so I I can't believe I'm saying this. I root. You saying don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. Oh, uh, <laughs> my tough. my my uh my uncle got on me for not rooting for somebody in the division for the Super Bowl that year, and I was like, "Do you root for them when we play against them twice a year? Do you root for them when they play against the other people in our division? Like, what? I don't, I'm I'm not understanding this logic. So." <laughs> So who? So I had lost connection. Who you did you root for? Either of them, or you just watched? No, no, I rooted for a tie. Uh, <laughs> so basically, for, you definitely didn't root for neither one of them. I rooted for a tie that year. I was. I, I, I can't. I'm, it's weird. I can't watch. I can't watch any type of sports and and not root for one of them. Even if you I got to pick the lesser two evils. Generally, generally, I find that I have to do that in most cases as well. But in certain circumstances, like the Super Bowl, I don't think I necessarily have to do that because that's, you know, that's the biggest game of the year across all sports. So I can enjoy that a good football game or, you know, even all of them are good, but I can enjoy that Super Bowl game without actually having a, a, a horse in the race. For me, that ironically, it's crazy because what you say makes me have to root for one of them. It's such a big game, the finality of it. I have to root for one of them. I'm gonna tell you the um, before we go. I'm gonna tell you the only two teams that play this. This might be weird, but the only two teams if they play, I literally could not root for either one of them, and I don't know what I would do. Duke versus North Carolina. Oh, we on the same page. If they I, ever I play that off. If they ever play, dude, that is my one prayer. Those two do not play in the final four. Because I, I couldn't watch it. I yeah, hate both so, of them. So hey, you you keep hitting on soft spots. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you before when I was in high school, I moved to North Carolina. And being a a Terps fan in North Carolina was hell because of both Duke and Chapel Hill fans. Man. So I hate all of them bastards. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's the <laughs> God, if you're listening, don't put those two in the final <laughs> Right. <laughs> hey, look, man, I appreciate all this time you gave me, man. Oh, before we go, make sure you tell the people how they can listen to your podcast, the name of it, and how they can follow you. Yeah, yeah. Check me and the fellas out at the Black Cinematic Universe. We're streaming on all places where you find your podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. That's Black Cinematic Universe. All right. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. And my Facebook name was also Conversations with Lamp. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening and your continued support. You all have a great day.